Hey guys, this is Meryl, the Until Now Unseen slash Unheard producer. I wanted to give a quick update at the top of the show to let you know that our hosts Dave and Brenda are taking a much needed break right now, but I want to assure you we'll be back with more episodes in just a couple of weeks. Until then, enjoy this latest episode and don't forget to send us your questions to renovationmaderight at gmail.com. Hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify and download the show whenever you can because those numbers help us out a ton. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. All right, well, welcome back to Renovation Made Right. I am Brenda Bryan. And I am David Bryan. Thank you for joining with us again. Today we are going to be talking about the exciting world of tubs. Yes, we are. And we have a guest here, Mitzi Nedjik. I'm so, am I saying that right? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's, you're fine. Oh, God. <laughs> um, from the Granite Group. And she is going to walk us through all the products that are out right now and different ways you can soak in your relaxing tub. You missed the fact that the C is a CH in Serbian. Did I? But I thought I said the CH at nope. the end. No, nope. no. it's not because it. I have my mask on my face. <laughs> nope. I just screwed it up. Yep. Oh. Negic. Negic. Yeah. So. I'm sorry. I'll answer to it. I know. Yeah. Well, no, I appreciate it. Thank you. That's Thank like you. me. I, the number of times people call me Brian instead of David, I'll answer to whatever. Yeah, you know? exactly. Just, just don't call me late for supper. So that's fine. So, um, All right. So the, the topic we want to jump into today is tubs. tubs. Right. So obviously everybody's uh, used to the traditional five-foot tub, but there's all kinds of new stuff that's out there, especially if you have a larger bathroom. So I want to I want to jump into some of that. So Mitzi, tell us what you know. Well, typically I think most of us grew up with an alcove fiberglass tub situation. Mm-hmm. You know, the tub was put in there from the very beginning when the house was built. I still have ones from 1978 mm-hmm. in my house yep. that need to be pulled out. And what, what color is it? It's white. No, oh. it's 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 no, it's the it's harvest, harvest gold. gold. No, it's not harvest gold. It's Biscuit. Biscuit. Ooh, right. So it was a little bit more. No, it was almond. Side. If it was 78, it was almond. almond. Biscuit <laughs> didn't come out till later. <laughs> okay, Biscuit was very progressive. They're very close in color. Yes. Um, but that's what most of us grew up with, mm-hmm. and that's what we're used to. Um, as people have moved into larger homes and have had master bathroom suites, mm-hmm. the contractors were putting in the big corner whirlpool tubs. Right. That was like the next. You yeah, know, jacuzzi tub. It was like an airfield. Yeah, it, yeah, took, like, it took like about an acre in your bathroom. Yeah, right. Right. So now what we're seeing as people are remodeling is they're pulling all of those jetted jacuzzi tubs out. Mm-hmm. They want to go to something that's got a smaller profile. The big trend right now is the freestanding tub. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing kind of like the old-fashioned slipper tubs, but without the without the feet. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, We still get a lot of people that want those slipper tubs, tubs, but the feet. You know, we've got a lot of very traditional 
neighborhoods here mm -hmm. in where we're up here in New Hampshire. Um, but for the most part, they want that, and they're all over the place online, you know, so you can look and see whatever style you, mm -hmm. you could possibly want. We could probably find it. And right. what kind of materials are they being made out of now? Um, well, if it's not like a cast iron clawfoot tub, tub it's right. a acrylic mm -hmm. material. Um, we do have some from Victoria and Albert that are a, um, what is that? A, it's like a volcanic uh, limestone mm -hmm. oh, yeah. that they... Um, milled down and mold out. Um, so those are beautiful. Uh, we've got acrylic. Let's see, Bain Ultra's acrylic. Kohler's acrylic. Um, but it's important that we talk about that like a little differently because like you could also call a fiberglass shower acrylic. Some people refer to fiberglass showers as acrylic, the stalls, right? And there's right. flexibility to them, right? Mm -hmm. And they, they sometimes feel a little on the cheaper side because they are less expensive. Right. The freestanding tubs that you get uh, that are solid freestanding tubs are not flexible. They're like heavy duty, rigid, very weighty products, often rivaling the weight of a cast iron tub. Right? Could be, yeah. Uh, acrylic, you, you could bring in with two people. You mm -hmm. know, when you go to cast iron, you've got to have probably four people mm -hmm. trying to bring that tub in. Right. Um, acrylic's got a little bit thicker uh, than a fiberglass. Fiberglass mm -hmm. can be very thin uh, material. Um, with some backers possibly on the back side of it. But for the most part, the freestanding tubs are used with, with acrylic material that's molded. What is that material of the, sh the Yeah, the so tub th we have a freestanding tub here and in the other showroom. In Nash. And I can't remember what the, but it's a, it's a solid, it's like a solid thick product, and it weighs a ton. Right. Ask me, so I, I, the only reason I know that because I, I moved it myself. So, <laughs> so that's where it comes in. He almost in had a hernia. With the, the price ranges. So okay. that you have a Kohler tub. Mm -hmm. um, so Kohler has their lower price tubs, and they have their, their two pieces for the freestanding, where they ah. have kind of the base, ah. and then they have the, the tub part that you sit in that fits right over the top of okay. it. Okay, so you can you move that as two And pieces? those are a lot lighter than uh, the ones that you have. Yep. And then you get into the more expensive Kohler freestanding tubs. And I know my Kohler rep is going to kill me because I can't remember the name of that material off the top of my head at this moment. But it's a much thicker, heavier, heavy-duty type of material. But yeah. you're also paying at a much higher price point for that. Mm -hmm. right. That is not a two-piece tub. Yeah. It is no. just we a, found that out. That's just a <laughs> one-piece tub. So it's important for the consumer to kind of, if they can, find those tubs in the showrooms and go s try them out. Right. Go in there, feel them, see how they're put together. Ask if you can sit in one. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> most, most showrooms would love to have you sit in them. You just take your shoes off right. and you can get into them. I recommend that because not every tub fits every person. No. Like, I have trouble with certain tubs, and I go in and I try them all out because mm -hmm. I'm always curious as to how yeah. they feel and, and mold comfortable? to my body. Right, yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, and, and more than that, it's a big challenge, too, because often we're trying to satisfy the needs of a couple, right, right. who are very rarely the same size. Right, right? exactly. Um, and, and that can be a challenge, too. And most people, especially if you have any height, um, you've been frustrated your whole life by a five-foot tub. Yeah. Right? With yeah, your, I'm tall. Right? I'm 5'10", and I don't fit in regular tubs, you right. know, like ever. A lot of the freestanding tubs were made, um, I don't want to say a lot of the freestanding tubs, but tubs in the old days were made to fit women much better than men. Mm -hmm. So men typically took their showers. They mm -hmm. would never get in and sit in the bathtub. Right. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, we actually have quite a few men coming in 
wanting to sit in the tubs because they want it to fit their size. Mm -hmm. And then obviously the wife, you know, will be able to fit into it because she's smaller. Right. Um, But yeah, we've got quite a few men more interested in that than I've ever seen before. That's interesting. So I I also see, you were mentioning the the, the move away from the big jetted jacuzzi tub kind of thing. And jacuzzi is a brand name like Kleenex is, but the big jetted tubs, right? what are you seeing in terms of demand for air tubs, which is not including the jets, but just including the air? Yeah, so the problem between the problem with jetted tubs is that they have tubing that's mm-hmm. around the outside of that. So once you fill up that tub and then you stick your air jets on, if you have not cleaned out that tubing, uh, yeah. you get all kinds of bacteria and dirt and grime that's been building up in there and, and yeah, mold and shoots over out. time that shoots out. And you just put in, what, 12 gallons of water or whatever into Probably your more. tub. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden it's dirty uh-huh. and you don't want to sit there and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So people have really gotten away from the jetted tub. Mm-hmm. Now, the difference is with the air bubble massage tubs, which is really become very, very popular is that it doesn't have the tubing going around that's getting filled up with all kinds of junk. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and some of them, like a Bain Ultra tub, is self-cleaning. Mm-hmm. It will, once the tub drains, it will blow hot air through everything to dry it all out. That's so you don't have that buildup of any mold mm-hmm. and bacteria in those air holes. And the air holes are so much tinier than your jetted tubs mm-hmm. are. Well, and you just said something that's really important. It will blow hot air, right? Because that's the big challenge, right? Whether right. you use, whether you have a jetted tub or an air tub, um, if you don't have, like on a jetted tub, if you don't put a heater in line, you're basically circulating, because even with the jetted tubs, what makes it feel really good is the introduction of the air. So it's a combination of the water and the air that makes it feel like firm. But you're sucking room temperature air into right. much warmer water, right. and, and it cools, cools the it tub down, down right, right. Away, right? I My favorite tub, if I were to ever remodel and have room for something like that, I would use a Bain Ultra because they have a patent of technology called Guy's Air. And what that does is it they found a way to heat up the bubbles. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's their own patent, so nobody else can use it. Whereas all the other air bubble massage tubs are using ambient air from the bathroom, right. which is cooling down the bathtub. So mm-hmm. you can get into a Bain Ultra bathtub, start the air bubbles going, and you can sit there and for however hot, long you right. want. And it's right. going to keep close to the temperature that you want it to be in. Right. So Ver- versus the other, the, another tub, you're going to feel compelled to add hot water to keep exactly. it comfortable. To keep it comfortable, yeah, right. Exactly. Like if you want a nice long hour-long soak, all of a sudden right. half an hour in, you're like, oh, I'm cold. Yeah. Right. right. exactly right. Right. So, so, you know, th- those are just some of the little features. I mean, there are some tubs that are offering chromotherapy or aromatherapy as well as, as, as we what, get. I'm sorry. What is chromotherapy? Chromotherapy color is therapy? the colors. Yeah, it's the light lights that um, are, are helpful for particular ailments that you may be going through. So say you get a cold in the winter and you're really just trying to kick that off. And I can't remember if it, I think it's like purple mm-hmm. is like the best color to help the energy in your body, you know, I don't know if it's the waves that it <laughs> does, but, but I'm dubious. This is, yeah, this but is where I'm I, like, this is, this is where this I become is cynical, like, right. but that's exactly. there's, there's a lot of scientific information. Behind well, well one time that. our daughter was traveling <laughs> and a woman told her that she, she could tell for her that her, her chi was, was blocked. And that if she wore yellow underwear, it would solve that problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, well, then there you go. Now I know what's wrong with you. You have block chi, and all we have to find is yellow underwear. And I went shopping for yellow underwear. I couldn't find any. Clearly. I was like, this is what's wrong with America. 
There's not enough yellow you underwear. You did not actually go to buy yellow underwear. I did. Oh, my God. No, because I thought it was funny. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> I got to give her yellow underwear. And and you can't find yellow underwear because clearly it looks like you peed your pants. So I don't, you know. Sorry, folks. Stuff. We're off topic here a little bit. We're circling back to Tubbs. We're going we're gonna to bring it right back into Tubbs now. Um, so so um, let's talk a little bit about uh, one of the things we... We don't actually do it a lot, but we do get calls about it, and I think consumers, it's very well advertised, and consumers see it and talk about it a lot. Is, um, as you mentioned in one of our other shows, the boomer, the, the boomer generation um, you know, is now looking to age in place and stay in their homes longer, mm-hmm. um, and being able to bathe independently for a longer period of time is something that people think about a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So not just having a nice, comfortable tub, but a tub that they can feel safe accessing all the time. So let's talk about that a little bit. Well, what you want to make sure if you're remodeling and you know that you're going to stay in your house longer, you want to make sure that there's appropriate grab bars where, you know, whether it's a tub or a shower Mm -hmm. that you're getting into, there's so many new styles of decorative grab bars out there. So you're not stuck with the old ADA uh, traditional institutional looking right. grab bars. Right. And you can sort of match the, the finishes that you have on the rest of your Exactly. And, and it looks like it's part of everything else. Right. It doesn't stand out as, oh, you're older and you need a grab bar mm-hmm. in, right. Your, right. in your bathroom. Right. And, well, and by the way, while we're on that, I, I definitely, it's interesting, you find in working with clients, um, there are people who are, they're cognizant of the fact they should think about this, but they feel like if I put grab bars in now, I'm giving up, right? And I'm I'm not old enough to have grab bars, which is totally fine. <laughs> right. But you are old enough to have grab bars thought about, right? Which means your contractor can put all the blocking in exactly. for a yeah. solution that you can then add anytime later. Right, yep. And when you actually do need them, you'll appreciate them. But until you need them, you don't have to look at them, right? Right. It's one of those things that, you know, if you just do it when you're installing everything else, mm-hmm. put the backers in, put the blocking in, whatever... It will save you so much expense down the road when you're ready to put mm-hmm. the grab bars in. Right, right. And it'll make you safer because they'll be solid. Exactly, right. yeah. Right. So what about, um, you know, we see the ads on TV all the time for the, the, the walk-in tubs. Right. Uh, walk-in tubs, there's a place for them. Right now, it's it's something that you have to go to a specific uh, channel for. When I say that, like, Kohler will not... Let's use Kohler, for example. They will not let us sell those through us, Mm -hmm. through the distributors. You have to call Kohler directly and deal with them directly. I don't know why that happened, but it is. So we're seeing that these tubs are there. They're available. People are inquiring about them. Mm -hmm. They're a little bit on the pricey side. Mm -hmm. Like like what does that mean when you say a little on the pricey side? Well, I've seen tubs priced out as like $7,000, $10,000, $12,000. Before you install them. Before, right. Yeah, yeah, just the product. Right? That's just the product. And I think when people see that, they, you know, kind of gasp think a twice, little bit. Right. right. Yeah. right. Um, but the thing that I think people need to realize and they need to think about as they're going through the process is that when you use one of these types of tubs, you get in, you close the door, you're naked sitting in that tub, and you've got to wait for that water to fill to up fail. for you to get comfortable and stay warm. Right. Um, and then once you've which, done... Which, by the way, can take some time. That's it, that's yeah. not like 30 seconds. Right. 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 I mean, think about how long it takes you to fill up your own tub. Right. right. You know, I'm sure that there's mechanisms in these tubs that allow them to fill up maybe a little bit faster. Yeah, but you're a still you're still limited by the size to, of to your the pipes. Vo- to the right? volume you, yeah. you apply. Right. I mean, I won't get into my tub until it's pretty full. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I don't want to sit there and right. be cold, no. be half wet, and, you right. know. Right. 
So you do your thing once you're in the tub, and then you've got to release all the water before you can get out of it because right. you can't open that door until that water Part is drained. Right. So that's the thing you need to think about. Do I want to sit here totally wet and naked waiting for all this water to drain before I open up this door? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so I think people are looking at that option. There are some people that are definitely using that option. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen it installed in more 55-plus type of communities mm-hmm. where people have retired. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when they get a hold of that price tag and the whole renovation price that goes with it, they start to think, well, do I really need that? Maybe I just need that seat in the shower right. with a handheld that moves up and down mm-hmm. that might be able to take care of what it is that I need, which is... Right. Significantly can be significantly less expensive to do it that way. Yeah, and there's there's tons of ways that we can design seating into a shower. Mm-hmm. We can design seating into a shower that's a fold down seat. We can design seating that's part of the for part of the shower itself. There's a lot of ways to make mm-hmm. that work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, because the issue really is um, the lifting of your leg to a certain height, right? So as we get older yeah. and less flexible, the problem is getting your foot over the edge. And so if all your client has to do or all the owner has to do is is lift up the cur- the height of the curb of a shower. Right, that's a much easier thing. Mm-hmm. And then even today, it's not uncommon to build sort of curbless or low curb showers. Right. right? So you don't you could shuffle into the shower essentially if you right. if you're that infirmed. Right. right. Um, and I think that's a I think the the two things you just pointed out about the walk in showers and walk in tubs, pardon me, are um, I think are the biggest issues is is sitting in the cold water until it becomes full mm-hmm. and sitting in the in the water until it becomes empty. Right. right. That's that's pretty unappealing because uh, it yeah. take both of those functions take time. Now the, the the emptying function I do think they accelerate. There are some companies that pump that out faster. Right. Yeah, and, I think that there is. They figured out that it wasn't working too well for right. people because they right. were having to sit there and wait too long. So some of them have come up with better technology right. to have them drain much quicker. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, yeah, so that you have to just ask those questions and right. find out how many gallons per minute does it take, you know, how, how fast can it drain. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Cool. To get that information. But, yeah, I think you're right, Dave, as far as people are concerned about how they get into a tub versus getting out of a tub. I've even seen people come in that want to sit in the tubs and then find that, they can't pull themselves up right. Right. to get up and out, out. of the tub. Yeah. Yeah. But now's the time to figure that out right? before and, you do the work. We've had to literally help them sure. kind of step up, which mm-hmm. was a little scary because sure. you don't want anybody slipping and hurting themselves if they sure. can't do it themselves. Right. Yeah, and, and I think that also then goes to um, the, the thinking through and the designing and implementing of the grab bar solution, right? Because it's, mm-hmm. it's not just like one 36-inch horizontal grab bar gets the job done. Right, it's more than that. You have to think about. All right, w- w- do I need my bar to be vertical or horizontal? Where do I need it placed? How am I going to make exactly. that? And right. and typically, if the if your if your tub is in a niche or an alcove, you're open on one side. You might be open on the side. You actually really need that extra support. Yeah. And then you yeah, yeah your strong right? side versus your weak side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so. so there are some freestanding tubs, and that's why I tell it's important for you to go and sit in them and try them. Mm-hmm. That are in some of these showrooms that actually have the ones with the grab bars in them, so mm-hmm. you can see if. If the way that that uh, grab bar is, maybe it's horizontal, is that enough for you to get traction to pull yourself up? Right, mm-hmm. right. You know, because you're, you're definitely heavier when you're wet. Well, except People for the fact that if you that. don't drain the tub first, you're buoyant in the water. Yeah. So you can you get a little bit of a leg up on, in a deep tub by the, you know, the, the, the buoyancy of your body 
um, to help yourself get to that hardest point, right? To get just, but still, yeah, uh, to get people your feet have to, underneath you. Yeah, people yeah. have to think through uh, their own capabilities, their own limitations. Right? Yes, so, yes. So, what else should we know about tubs? Hmm. Um, there's design things that maybe I don't know if your listeners are very aware of. Um, you know, some of these tub companies like Victoria and Albert will go in and customize the color on the outside. Oh, Ooh. you can send in a paint chip that you want them to paint the outside, and they'll match it and paint it. So cool. that's kind of a nice little mm-hmm. design feature. And so cool. you're not stuck with all just white, white, or right. um, some of the colors. If you're looking to get colored tubs, make sure you spend time researching how much time it's going to get to ha- take to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, right, like if it's it. like a 12-week lead time or right, something like that. Right, because that could hold up your project altogether mm-hmm. and, and cause problems. Sure. Um, and the other thing is, with freestanding tubs, you've got to have a freestanding filler. Mm. Right. And that's the thing. Everybody sees these pictures on um, House or Pinterest with these beautiful freestanding tubs and these these old-style-looking freestanding tub fillers. Filler. When you start to add everything up, those freestanding tub fillers can be pretty pricey. Yeah. Right. So you have to really think through the design process with your contractor. Is it something that you can just put your freestanding tub up against the wall and having a a wall-mounted spout Mm -hmm. to fill up your tub? That's going to be, in some cases, a lot less expensive to do it that way. Or there's some freestanding tubs that have a wider lip on one side. Oh, so you can do a deck mount? That allows for you to do a deck mount Ah. on there, and that can help you cut down costs. Mm -hmm. Dramatically, actually. put this whole thing together and meet your budget Mm -hmm. with whatever that is. Um, And then one other thing I want to talk to you about, and I don't know if you guys use it here, but are you guys using the island tub drain when you install your tubs? Um, If you tell me what it is, I might be able to tell you. (laughs) So so most of the times with those freestanding tubs, a lot of these bathrooms are right over the kitchens. Yep. Right. You have to go in through the ceiling of the kitchen to connect it all because when you put the tub down, you've got to be able to connect the drains okay. to mm-hmm. to the tub. And mm-hmm. so a lot of times, a long time ago or a while ago, they had used to have to go up through the ceiling mm. to make that happen. There's a mechanism now that when you're doing all the rough in, and when I say rough in, I mean you're putting all the piping and yeah. the valve yep. in, into the floor, into the walls. There's something that's called an island tub drain. And it's, it goes in, you, you hook it all up from the top mm-hmm. in the bathroom when you're in. And so when you're ready to install that uh, freestanding tub, you basically put all the parts and pieces in the freestanding tub with, with the, um, the uh, drain mm-hmm. piece coming out of the bottom. And then you flip it over and you sit it right on top of that island tub drain. And it's got like a, a sucking things, right? And so you huh. don't have to go in through the bottom to That's hook cool. everything up. So it can save a lot of time and money. money. Because you're yeah. not refinishing your kitchen exactly. ceiling. Yeah. So the answer to the question is, I don't know. I'm going to find out now because I think right. that's really cool. I hope we are, um, but I'm not sure. I have to talk to a couple of project managers and see how we've been doing that. But that's cool. Yeah. That I cool. We usually add it to all the quotes for tub, um, freestanding tubs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we notice that we're still educating the installers plumbers, out yeah, there, right, plumbers, sure. installers, contractors, whoever's mm-hmm. doing that type of work. Hmm. Interesting. That's pretty See, cool. You learn something new every day. I'm psyched. Uh-huh. That's awesome. All right. Well, having uh, having added that little tidbit to my knowledge base is very mm-hmm. helpful. I appreciate that. 
Uh, and uh, and Mitzi, I can't tell you how much we appreciate you coming to yeah, give us really some pl- and, and even even you know during breaks we've talked about the fact there's a bunch of other topics we can hit so we are definitely going to have Mitzi back here mm-hmm. um, but uh, we have come to the end of another episode of Renovation Made Right and I am David Bryan and I am Brenda Bryan and again thank you Mitzi thank you all right thank you for listening be sure to check out the show notes on our website renovationmaderight.com and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.